go. Welcome back to another episode of Compelled, a podcast dedicated to talking about the culture of sexual assault and abuse, where we attempt to bring out the bigger issues and what we as a society can do about it. This week, we are going to be talking about Mr. Victor Selva. And Rose McGowan as well. Yeah, again. <laughs> another <coughs> An addendum to Rose McGowan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to read something that we had gotten off of our website from Cinescape Magazine. Or, I'm sorry, a, a couple of average Joes. And in it, this uh, this person, his name is Jeff Fewer Jasper. Thank you. Uh, Rose McGowan worked for Victor Salva, a convicted pedophile, and she knew it because he spent time in jail in the 80s for performing oral sex on a kid. Yet, she says it's none of her business in 2011. How about hero Rose, who makes homophobic and transphobic statements? A hero to women? No. A monster? Yes. Find a new hero. Um, that was a, was a pretty strong statement from Jeff. Um, this is my reply, and then we're going to get into this. So, Jeff, you make some great points. What about Lance Henriksen or Sean Patrick Flannery, Mary Steenburgen, Jeff Goldblum, Dean Stockwell, James Remar, Ray Wise, Amy Smart, or Bill Fagerbaki? All of these people have one thing in common. They all worked with Salva, and in some cases, on multiple films. Does their silence make them guilty? This is a problem within Hollywood. You can throw a stick and hit a pedophile or a sexual predator. But no one says anything. No one talks about it. But Rose McGowan, who spoke up about being raped by Weinstein, is an asshole for being in a movie directed by Salva because she said, and I quote, Yeah, I still don't really understand the whole story or history there, and I'd rather not because it's not really my business. What I take from this is that she's not going to comment on what happened to Salva at all because it's not her place to give her opinion while doing a promotional tour for a movie she just completed with the man. We're not blindly following Rose. She made her bed and she needs to lie in it. The Rose Army is a way to keep the idea alive that these predators and these pedophiles are out there and they are still a part of a community that continually contributes to their well-being. The only way to stop them is to out them. But thank you for your comment. It's given us food for thought to talk about this on this version of Compelled. And the reason why I'm, I'm doing that is because <laughs> I came across this. Uh, it's um, Return of Kings. I don't know what this uh, website is all about. I just found it. And the biggest thing is, why did Rose McGowan attack Harvey Weinstein for sexual assault or harassment? But it's actually not harassment. He raped her. But defend a pedophile director. Um, The person that wrote this article is a lifelong dissident and intellectual rebel. He despises political correctness, which replaces real needy victims with narcissistic leftists out for a free meal. Though still a young man, he has watched society descend into its present morass with great sadness combined with determination to help make things better. He tweets when there's something worth tweeting here. Um, This is the whole quote that Rose McGowan said. Yeah, I still don't really understand the whole story or history here, and I'd rather not because it's not really my business, but he's an incredibly sweet and gentleman, lovely to his crew, and a very hard worker. That's really not defending him. That's just talking about it. Um... She was doing press for the movie when someone had asked her about Victor Salva and his um, pedophilia conviction. Yeah. So uh, while some people already alleging that Hollywood is hiding a major pedophile ring, Rose McGowan's double standards about sexual abuse and rape have been uncovered. Even just bad game by an adult male towards an, an adult female's career. Oh, I'm sorry. Even just bad game. 
uh, whereas pedophilia is, quote-unquote, not really my business. The mentally unstable McGowan not only chose to work with but actively, and this is just rife with errors anyways, defended one Victor Salva. She was directed by Salva in Rosewood Lane, knowing full well that he had been in prison for child rape and pornography, as well as all of those other actors that I had just brought up. Yes. Oh, by the way, Rosewood Lane came out 14 years after the supposedly brave ex-charmed actress took a $100,000 settlement from Harvey Weinstein over allegations of sexual misconduct and now rape. And she had to sign a whole bunch of fucking things, NDAs, NDAs and whatnot. Yeah. What re- when reminded in an interview about the film that Salva's convicted and registered sex offender, McGowan called him incredibly sweet and gentle. So what? That So now she's an asshole. She's just talking about her experience with him herself. Yeah. This hypocrisy has not stopped the post-wall leader of Rose's Army from trying to renew her celebrity profile in a way that her subpar acting skills could not. She is throwing all her energy into resurrecting herself as a feminist icon. <coughs> the attention she's being lauded with contrasts badly with the celebrity world's relative neglect of former child actors Corey Feldman and Elijah Wood. Really. Um, Corey Feldman is a self-destructive cunt. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that he is not any less uh, of of a victim. Yeah. He's just a self-destructive cunt. Yeah, which also could stem from what, what has happened to him. Elijah Wood, on the other hand, has re- been relatively quiet. Yeah. Uh, who have both direct, directly alleged sexual misconduct and even rape towards children working in Hollywood, but have never said anything. They're not being specific. Corey Feldman has been specific in some cases, but everyone else just kind of dances around the issue. And for her, she's not dancing around the issue. Everyone makes mistakes. Or they're not focused on, you know, because Victor Salva was a convicted pedophile or whatever else. Okay? Um, Which um, um, we will be reading about his, uh, what he went to jail for. Right. As well. So Rose McGowan is an asshole because she's defending pedophilia. But she's not defending pedophilia. I didn't hear her defend pedophilia. Um, my only hang-up about it, the whole situation at all, from just a little bit of information that you know that was given from this, is that if she worked with the man in 2009, right, uh, by then, I mean, shouldn't she have known something about his, uh, you know, what he went to prison for? And, and she did she still decide to work with the man? I mean... I, I don't know. That, that that's a tough thing. I I, I don't I don't know. That's you know. I look. I don't want to make excuses for someone, and I'm not trying to. I'm just I'm trying to understand. Yeah, that's pretty much. It. Well, this whole this whole article goes all over the place. Um, the Pederast director Victor Salva may not have been as powerful as Harvey Weinstein when Rosewood Lane was released, but the bare murmurs accompanying his time so far in Tinseltown is a testament to how unimportant the presence of pedophiles is in acting circles. Production companies are unlikely to be hounded by professional feminists and actresses for collaborating with someone like Salva. So he's already defending her. Moreover, an actress cannot get a six-figure payout from a wealthy producer for an alleged allegation of pedophilia unless she acted in films or television as a child. As a, as a result, far less of an uproar results from people working with Salva or Roman Polanski. Tragically, it gets worse. Though they later deleted the articles, editors at Salon, which is a continual ally of liberal Hollywood, gladly published pieces trying to humanize pedophilia and its twisted practitioners, <coughs> including the psychologically repulsive Todd Nickerson. In comparison, Return of the Kings has never observed Fox News or the National Review, two conservative outlets incessantly attacking, attacked by left-wing film stars promoting pedophilia. 
as rock proprietor Roosh commented to me about Rose McGowan recently, her attacks are meant to further her interests, nothing more. More generally, it always makes sense to trace how a celebrity's chosen advocacy, most notably feminism, might give them a future cash cow against a demonized man, or in the case of an aging woman like Rose McGowan, find a new career or profile after a post-wall decline. <clears throat> At the same time, very worthy causes such as stopping the actual sexual exploitation of children in Western acting circles after serious allegations of abuse will almost always be taking up with far less enthusiasm. And people wonder why others call Hollywood sick. Now, I would just want to point out a couple of things here. So, I mean, sexualizing girls in, in Hollywood, but not boys. So, uh, Nickelodeon, uh, Skechers, um, Target. Calvin Klein? Calvin Klein. Huh. Abercrombie and Fitch? Yep. <laughs> and every commercial that has something to do with clothing or yoga pants or shoes or... Carl's Jr. Kids Bob or anything that has to do with summer. Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. Name one. Okay. There was a, um, a commercial where they were advertising one of their burgers, and it was a bunch of dudes in a hotel room. There was at least 10 or more, and they're all rowdy, and a lot of them are shirtless, and all of a sudden, they become complete, completely quiet when the burgers come in, right? And they start eating them, and the, tr- the, the commercial ends with one of the men, one of the boys, subtly licking some mayonnaise off the side of his mouth. That's not pedophilia. Well, it's, I'm talking about pedophilia. All right. I mean, they were young. They could have been twinks, man. It doesn't matter. It's not completely different. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I'm talking about pedophilia. I'm talking about using young children and dressing them up. Chambonet Ramsey. And, and fucking sec- and sexualizing them. Yeah. Like I was watching a Skechers commercial, and they have these girls jumping on the, the soles of these shoes because they're supposed to be comfortable and trampoline-like. Yeah. And some of them were wearing skirts. Yeah. So they're jumping around and doing all these trampoline jumps and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I'm, all I'm thinking about is th- there's there's some dude out there that has recorded every one of these yeah. and is using them as his own personal fantasy tape. Think about that. Or uh, the actress who plays Selena Kyle in Gotham. She's uh, she's like yep. 18 now, but yep. at the time when the show came out and first started, she was definitely like, what, it was like 14, 15 at you know, and they really had her with a shitload of makeup, wearing really tight clothes, and uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I looked her up. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, Carmen Bicondova, and she looks like um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, she did have a. She does have a Pfeifferish. I mean, a Pfeifferish look to her. Yeah, there she is. Uh, hmm. 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 Oh, look at that one. Low cut. See. Very Michelle Pfeiffer-esque. Yeah. Right there. Good casting. They just didn't need to overtly sexualize her. Well, the, this one is not overtly... This one... I'm talking about when she was on Gotham. But right there. I mean, is that a problem? I, I mean... I mean, it's not just it's not just her. Like, if you, if you go and look up any Ariana Grande or whatever, see? Jumping mm-hmm. around. And they make these excuses. Uh, abs, body measurement... But they make all these excuses as uh, Elizabeth Gillies. There's another one. As to why this is acceptable. So we just saw that one. I don't know where that came from. But, I mean, <laughs> it's sexualizing a girl that was at the time. Okay, she's 18 now. Uh, let's see. Gotham's three. in its fourth season now, right? I believe fourth Third season. Third or fourth. Yeah, it's fourth. Because, yeah. So four years. So since she was 14. Yeah. 
They've completely sexualized and, her. And yeah, in the first season, they already had her, you know, alluring, you know, like, uh, you know, what do you call it? Provocative clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so th- this is, this is a continuing problem. So again, as we sit here and we, everyone blames Rose or this guy or that, or that guy blames Rose McGowan for not speaking directly about pedophilia. Yeah. F- first and foremost, it's she's right. It's not her. It's not her issue. She can't because she has not been directly involved in it. So her speaking up a, a, about something that she's never been directly involved with, other than being in a movie with this person, yeah, does means that means dick all. Yeah. So I mean, the only question I, I could think of that I could actually, you know, put to Rose McGowan would be what I pretty much already mentioned was, um, you know, if if. Did she know before she worked with him about, you know, about what he was convicted for, what he served time for? Was she aware of it? And if not, why wasn't she aware of it? Why was, you know, why, why didn't her agent make her aware of that, you know, or anything like that? So that's the question I come up with. But otherwise, I mean, it's not her place to, you know, comment on, on all that shit because she didn't work with him around the time that he had just gotten out of prison for that stuff anyway. From what I understand, look, and I'm not trying to take away from what he did because if you when, when you when you we read about what he fucking did, I can't believe he's out of fucking prison. Oh, he should be in it for pretty much the rest of his life because I'm I'm pretty sure he ruined the other person's life when he did it. But you know, it's be one thing if she worked on the movie Powder with him, which came out in '95, which was right after he got out of prison, or you know, 14 years later. So that's the tough part. But you know what? It seems like everyone in Hollywood is a hypocrite, either to one extreme or you know how high on the on the spectrum to how low on the spectrum. Everyone's got their own form of hypocrisy, I guess. Yeah. Well, he, he and I don't think that it's hypocritical of her to say what she said. You know, I think that she was just talking about the man, not the character, just the man in and of himself and how he treated her. And, yeah. And it's not her job to go in and say. One one way or another, and and we all do it. Oh, what do you think about your buddy? Whatever. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? I didn't even know. Well, it's not my it's not my business. It's not my business to comment one way or another on someone that I'm, you know, loosely related to. Yeah. Or you know, related, but loosely have a have a relationship with. Yeah. And because I did a fucking movie with them. And look, from what I understand, a lot <laughs> of these uh, quote unquote charming. Um, predators um a lot of times when they're around people that they're not sexually attracted to like in victor salva's case adults and females which he worked with on that set right why would he act like a fucking pervert weirdo with them when he's not attracted to them he's attracted to young boys so yeah victor salva um was convicted in 1988 for charges relating to his sexual molestation of a 12 year old male actor who was starring in one of his films uh, he videotaped himself in the act of doing so and possessed commercial videotapes and magazines containing child pornography. Now, this is going to really annoy a lot of people. Uh, Salva was convicted of sexual misconduct with one of Clown House's underage stars, including videotaping one of their encounters. Um, Salva pleaded guilty to lewd and lascivious conduct, oral sex with a person under 14, and procuring a child for pornography. He was only sentenced to three years in prison. He served 15 months, and he completed his parole in 1992. Where's the problem with that? How do you only... Okay, how do you... How do, for one thing, how did he only get sentenced to three fucking years? 
I don't know. Did he uh, did he flip on some other people? I don't because know. these look. Uh, I don't know. Let me finish speaking, if that's okay with you. If, from what I understand, when it comes to these, you know, pedophile rings, everyone knows everybody because they all keep the secret, right, in their own circles. So for him to only get three years and then serve half of it, to me, it either sounds like one, he greased the right pockets, or two. He worked out a deal, and he pointed, you know, you know, um, pointed the finger at some other people. That's what I think. But that's all—it's all speculation. I don't fucking know. So, yeah. So, but dude, you do that to a child, and you only spend fifteen months in prison. That doesn't make sense. I, I don't know where to go with that. That that doesn't. I don't know who the kid is, but I mean, I'm I'm going to assume that doing that with a twelve-year-old is going to fuck them up mentally for the rest of their lives. You know, yeah. So that kid's life, in one way or another, has probably been ruined. So for him to only serve fifteen months for that, and when he has proof, when there's proof found in his home of him having pornography and stuff, child pornography. I mean, Uh, it's probably not too difficult. Sam Rockwell was in Clown House, by the way, and that's another person that I forgot to add to that list. Yeah. So Sam Rockwell knew, or did he? Yeah. See, so. Um, it doesn't say who it is, but it's... What year did Clown House come out? 95. Oh. 80, well, 89. Okay. Well, because I don't know. I, I know the news about Victor Salva came out in 95 when Powder came out, because that was the big issue. But I don't know about before then. Uh, I, don't know, I have no clue. Okay, so the kid was 12, so 1975 plus 12 is 1987, right? Yeah. There you go. Nathan Forrest Winters. That would be my guess. Okay, so this was two years after. <laughs> so, yeah, two years after, you know, that's when the the Clown House movie gets released. I don't know how long it took to make it or whatever when they started filming it, but it sounds like he fucking made it right after he got out of jail. Well, or, or I, he I, wrote the movie. He wrote it. He didn't make it. It could be, it could be this kid, too, Brian McHugh. Do you believe that, that someone who has done their time, even though it was shorter than shit, and hasn't been convicted of anything related to it since then. Do you think that they deserve the second chance in Hollywood for something as as heinous as what they've done? Not in this case. No, me neither. I. You've talked about Victor Salva and how you won't watch any more of his movies because of what he's done. Look, if if you rob a bank, look, Danny Trejo. Okay. Yeah. Danny Trejo was in jail by the time he was in eight. By the time he was eighteen years old, yeah, he said he was yeah. a major drug addict too, and everything. Yep, and he was a badass. Yeah. So does he get a second chance at life? If you change, yeah. The problem with pedophiles is that they're pedophiles. Yeah. For life. Oh yeah, it this seems isn't like, a fucking fix for it. It like, seems it's like, like being a homosexual. Like even when they're in their seventies, they're still doing the same fucking shit. Yeah. You know, or Herbert the pervert. You know. Yeah. It sounds like a joke, but Herbert the Pervert on fucking Family Guy. I'm pretty sure that Seth MacFarlane put him on there for a reason. There is. But so. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Um, when it comes to Victor Salva and the Rose McGowan thing, you can't just lump those people. Just because they work together doesn't mean that they know each other. Yeah. Or they know each other's patterns. You have to... You, like, I have friends that I've known for 30-plus years. Yeah. And... I don't know their ins and outs. I don't know their likes and dislikes, all of them. Yeah. I don't know what they do in their spare time because I'm not around them. 
Yeah. <laughs> so to lump Rose McGowan in with, you know, being an asshole for not knowing about Victor Salva, well, she knew about it because she was in the movie after he had been convicted. But for not talking about it or not wanting to discuss it, you know, other than what she said. And I'm sure there are other actors that have said the same exact thing about Victor Salva. You don't see anyone bringing them up. But the reason why they bring up (coughs) Rose McGowan is, and I agree with this in some sense, is that she's she's got her own self-interest at hand. Yeah. Which is fine. Just like Corey Feldman. Why the fuck not? You know, she's writing a book. She's she's promoting everything and this and that and the other, whatever she's doing, right? So first and foremost, she's looking out for herself. Oh, well, you're an asshole if you do that. I mean, in one way or another, don't we all do that? Yeah, we're supposed to. You put yourself first and then everybody else. Um, again, everyone's made mistakes. But because people put celebrities on this high fucking pedestal, they, they can't be touched or... Or they can't make mistakes or, you know, they're perfect or yeah. whatever else. And listen, we sit here in our fucking glass houses and, and and you know, point fingers. Exactly. It's, oh, yeah. It, it, dude, it's, it's just like the Bill Clinton thing from the, you know, the late 90s. The whole fucking uh, dress gate or whatever. What do they call it? I don't know. The, the Monica gate or whatever the fuck they call it. it. It was the hypocrisy of it all. You know what I mean? You have all these fucking... You know, conservatives saying, "Oh, I would never do that. I'd never cheat on my wife." Yeah, like Newt Gingrich. You know, and look, I I have my own my own thing, my own take on the whole Bill Clinton thing. And look, cheating and people with positions of power and money, they fucking cheat all the time. It just it goes hand in hand. I'm not saying it's right. It goes hand in hand. My only complaint about, like, say, Bill Clinton would be. Oh, I'm not even bringing up the whole fucking thing we haven't even got into on an episode of Compelled yet, which we will with all the accusations about what Bill Clinton has done to other women. But what I'm saying is this, if you're in a position where you're the most powerful man in the free world, uh, why would you put yourself in a position to, to embarrass yourself, your family, your legacy and everything like that. And your party, all that, that was a fucking dumb move on his part. I know some people would say a man is a man. Like what Chris Rock said that a man's a man, you know, you can't fault a man for, you know, but (laughs) Nathan Forrest Winters, I was right. Okay. Uh, that's who I was looking for. So, yeah, anyway, we'll talk about Bill Clinton on another episode, but uh, but still. It, yeah, when it comes down to it, people in power like to abuse power. It has recently come to our attention that a casting breakdown has gone out for a feature film entitled Jeepers Creepers 3. This was March of 2016. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers 3 came out, um, I think, about four or five months ago. Oh, okay. Very limited release. Um, and that... I don't know who wrote this. Um, it was a casting notice. Uh, local Actors Union publicized the filmmaker's past. Here it is. Um, and that the director of the film, Victor Salva, was convicted of sexual misconduct in 1988. No, he was convicted of being a pedophile. The conviction allegedly resulted from misconduct involving a minor. No, it didn't allegedly result. He admitted to it. Yeah, he did it. At this time, we would like to remind our members and their agents that under article blah, 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 um, a performer has the right to refuse work if they believe that the nature of their work is unsafe. Deadline reports a casting notice published on the Breakdown Services website call for an 18-year-old actor to play Addison. The site has nevertheless removed the message and posted it, posted its own statements to agents. Look, and that's the other problem right now is, you know, when when a site removes messages like that, why? To protect themselves? Yeah. Upon learning of this notice and our own verification of the facts surrounding Salva's convictions... 
Breakdown Services has removed this project from its files. All submissions made by any agent on this project are no longer available to the casting director nor any member of the production staff. Um, Salva was a protege of Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, he didn't work in five, for five years. Um, Winters himself picketed the latter's Los Angeles premiere in 1995. Winters who? Oh, uh, the kid. Nathan Forrest Winters. We're going to talk about him in a second. Um, here we go. Uh, this is this is awesome. So um, Nathan Forrest Winters. This is Nathan. His name is Nathan. Uh, picketed the Los Angeles premiere of Powder, handing out leaflets urging the public to boycott the film don't spend your money on this movie. It would just go to line the pockets of this child molester. That's awesome. Um, in 2006, the filmmaker made a public plea for forgiveness while promoting the independent film Peaceful Warrior. I pled guilty to a terrible crime, and I've spent the rest of my life trying to make up for it. For 20 years, I've been involved with helping others. I've been in therapy, and I've made movies, but I paid my debt to society and apologized to this young man. And all I can hope is that people will give me a chance to redeem myself. I, I don't know. You, you don't get to redeem yourself. You're a pedophile. You're a convicted sexual predator. Predator. Look, I, look I, I believe in forgiveness, but there's certain things that, you know, he went through the system. He went through the process. He, went, he was convicted. Uh, it was bullshit that he only spent as much time as he did. He should and, be in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, if he hasn't assaulted anyone since then, that's great that he hasn't, but... Technically, he shouldn't have been in the position where he could do it to another human being again. And who's to say he hasn't? Yeah, and who's to say he hasn't? So um, the fact that he's able to make films and and live out his dream of being a filmmaker while uh, a child is damaged irreparably for the rest of his life, um, which in turn can end up having that person damage other people (laughs) that he encounters in his life also. So it's, 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 it's this... No, I can't forgive that i I just i can't you know does that make me an asshole no i don't think it does there's certain things that you just can't let go and that's it you never there's certain lines you don't fucking cross he crossed it major fucking crossed it i I, it's unfucking fathomable in my eyes so yeah i don't care how many times he comes out and apologizes for it the guy shouldn't be on this fucking he shouldn't be on this planet and if he is he should be locked in a facility where he can never come out again Hello, this is Nathan Forrest Winters. You may know me from my role as Casey in the 1987 film Clown House. I am a sexual abuse survivor. For six years of my childhood, I was molested by writer-director Victor Salva. Six years. Who I starred in two films by, uh, which is a terrible sentence, but whatever. Victor is best known for the Jeepers Creepers franchise and Powder. Towards the end of 87, he was arrested on 11 counts of sexual abuse on me and others. Convicted on four of the less severe. He was sentenced to three years in prison for which he served a mere 18 months in a rehab facility in Napa Valley. A three-year sentence, 18 months served for crimes that took him six years to commit. I am currently outlining a nationwide speaking tour of various key and pertinent venues to raise awareness, educate, and provide information and tools to stop sexual abuse at all levels. Child sexual abuse. The entire process will be documented for a film about my story conceived and held by my partner filmmaker, Connor Frazier. The film will show my journey from victim to survivor. It is my belief that we as a whole in this country have been too afraid to face such an unspeakable topic and continue to turn a blind eye, which has allowed these predators of our children to go unchecked for too long. Just a few of many disturbing facts. Every 98 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. Every eight minutes, that victim is a child. Meanwhile, only six out of every thousand perpetrators is convicted. 
United victims and survivors, parents and children can make the world safer. Education is prevention. And the more light we shed on this darkest of crimes, the fewer shatters, shatters, the fewer shadows there will be for them to hide. Um, when was that written? Just last year. Okay. Dread Central both acknowledges and condemns the past crimes of Victor Salva. However, we are a news website dedicated to bringing you the headlines. We cannot and will not let our personal beliefs influence how we bring you news. Instead, we leave it for you to decide whom or what you should or shouldn't support. For those of you who want to further rally against Salva, there's a petition here to boycott his upcoming film. <coughs> I don't agree with that, but... They sound like, uh, you know, what do they call it, a conscientious objector? Yeah. Or yeah. They're, just, they're, they're doing neutral, right? Yeah, they're just in they're Switzerland. Yeah. Um, we even haven't even fucking scratched the surface of this yet. Victor Salva is just a fucking piece of shit. He's another piece of shit in a long line of piece of shits in Hollywood. Pieces of shit, or whatever you want to call it. Piece of shits? Yeah. Because there's usually more than one. It's like feet. The sewer is full of turds, man. And he continually gets a pass. Yeah. And he's not the only one that continually gets a pass. There are others. This is going to be a tough statement for me, and I'm going to state it anyway. It's one thing if someone has one slip-up as a pervert, and, you know, doing what he did on just one one count is appalling and unforgivable. But, and look, like I, and then what I'm trying to say is if you're going to be able to forgive someone for doing that one time, you sure as fuck can't, can, you sure as hell can't forgive someone for, for abusing a child for over six years. That, that doesn't, to me, that 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 goes beyond predator. That goes that that that's like a because a predator. I mean, if you think about the term predator, that's someone that that's something that that attacks because it has this need to attack. I see something when when someone's abusing a child for six years sexually. That's evil. That 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 is pure fucking evil, man. And you don't come back from that. There's no salvation from that. Uh, you know, there's no forgiveness when it comes to. Something like that. When you willingly hurt a child, you know, more than on just one occasion, which is still, and I, 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 I can't stress that enough, that one time is too fucking many, but to continually do it, oh, and then you want forgiveness down the road? Fuck you. Why is this guy still breathing? Why is this guy not sucking in air in, in, a, in a detainment facility? Okay, but you're repeating yourself. I don't give a fuck. It's because it's, it's upsetting. I understand it's upsetting, but. All right, go ahead. I'm good. I was. I'm done anyway. Seriously, <laughs> I was done with that. I know, but and I understand you. You get angry, and when we get angry, we tend to repeat ourselves continually. <laughs> and it's it's fair because look, you've got kids. My nieces and nephews are are out there wandering around, and I'm it. This this shit disgusts me. And it's not. And we talk about both the sexual predators. We talk about the the pedophiles. We talk about whatever. And I'm glad that this guy brought this up. I'm glad that this guy, you know, kind of called us out on this stuff. That's fine because that, that, that's <laughs> what I love about Compelled is that we want to have the discussion open about everything. Yeah, it's important. This stuff is important. And and when somebody says, hey, I think that you're being – I think that you're walking Bi- around with rose-colored glasses on, no pun intended. <laughs> or we're like biased or something. Yeah. Uh, it It's good. Yeah. You know, and we're not because, look. If you've listened to our movie review show, you've heard me talk nothing about nothing but shit about Hollywood. 
Yeah. Hollywood is a fucking cesspool. Okay. What comes out of it in some cases is very good. These movies that we talk about, but the movies are, are still tainted. Yeah. They are still tainted because people that run these companies are fucking garbage humans. Forever unclean. Yeah. And that's the problem is that it's, it's a difficult industry to put change into unless you bomb the entire fucking city. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, you would have to just nuke it off the map and start all over again. Pretty much, man. Because, I mean, one way or another, every one of these people is connected to it, either whether intentionally, unintentionally, or by by yeah. admission, or by ignorance, or whatever. They, everyone has their hand in this one way or another. Sort of. I mean... They have their connections. I have... I have family that work in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and uh, do they know about what's going on? Probably, but they are just as adamant about what happens in the system as I am, which is really weird because they work in the system. Yeah, you know, friends and family, and they've always said the same things that I say, which is it's fucking bullshit, and there's a lot of problems. Yeah. A lot of a lot of fucking hypocrisy. A lot of hypocrisy. Well, yeah, it, it's scary because it's it's kind of like a microcosm for for the world. Because any any place that makes a shit ton of money, there seems to always be those higher ups that uh, love to exploit children or women or whatever. You know, it's uh, it seems like with that the, you know the power thing. You know, the money and the power. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying it's everyone with money and power, but well, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, but it's still scary how many there are. You know, I. Damn. All right. So do you have anything else you want to say about uh, Mr. No. Victor Salva? No, that's all I got. All right. So, of course, uh, our uh, conclusion for the man is, uh, which I don't even want to call him a man, is that he is definitely a piece of shit right. and that uh, he deserves no less than uh, uh, pain and suffering. But anyway. All right. So this uh, for this episode of Compelled, I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. All right. And uh, stay safe out there, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again.